0: Welcome to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm John. We're a couple of overweight barbecue enthusiasts trying to share our love for sweet, and smoky food with the world. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about life, share recipes, successes, and failures that have all led to our love of cooking outdoors. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Fat Guys with Smokers. I'm Mike, here with John. What's up, John?
1: <laughs> you know, we do this every weekend. And every weekend I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to say. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to say. So, we're here.
0: We're, I mean, we made it. We're here. We did we, it.
1: We've got our drinks. We had our lumberjack bowls.
0: We did. Not bad. Not bad.
1: Yeah. Mavericks burrito game's been a little weak lately, I feel like. Yeah, But, uh tried the lumberjack bowls out of desperation this morning.
0: Not bad. Yeah. It wasn't too bad at all.
1: So if you're looking for a, you know, heart attack or a way to increase your cholesterol on a Saturday I didn't morning. Find that on Apple Music. Sorry.
0: <laughs> it's my first time using an <laughs> iPad, so, you know. Not uh, what it was good, but it can't be healthy. Like it definitely can't be healthy. No,
1: but I also feel like our our viewership and listeners would appreciate that. Yeah. I you mean, don't, you don't listen to a podcast called Fat Guys with Smokers <laughs> looking for looking for the latest looking
0: for health tips. Yeah. So you're well welcome. Said.
1: You're welcome, America. Well said. And uh and France and Belgium. Yes. India. Dude. We had an Indonesia
0: at one point. It's happening.
1: Even if I do know that the the one from France is just one of our buddies who's on vacation over there right now. Hey, as was India, as we was. have
0: crossed over into France airspace, and that's what's important. Right? French French airspace. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
1: interesting times in France right now. Since we're not allowed to talk about the weather anymore, let's talk about geopolitics. Let's do it. Go on. Have you listened or been paying attention? To what's going on? No. Um, so in France, they have a like national retirement pension program. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. That they're talking about changing the retirement age, increasing it. And oh, yeah. people are like rioting it in
0: the streets. Yeah, people are not okay with it. No.
1: I mean hmm. I get it. I mean yeah. people at my job are upset when we add responsibilities to their job or, you know, do whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Imagine being thinking you were gonna retire at I don't even know what the age is. Let's say 65. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it'd be like, mm, nope. we need five more years out of you.
0: Yeah. That would be brutal.
1: I would be pissed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you were close, like the end was in sight. Yeah. And it's like, ah, just kidding. That'd be hard.
1: So, <clears throat> huh. Now that we've got a uh, politics taken care of. Yep. I mean, we can talk about the wall street journal, um, reporter. That's being held in in Russia. Mm, have you heard about this I, I one? Have
0: heard about this?
1: Yeah. So hmm. no weather talk this
0: morning. Yep, we did it, Haley. You're welcome.
1: Just for you, babe.
0: John, how would Easter go? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I promise we will never do that again. No. Um, Easter was good, mostly because part of it was deep fried. So
0: yeah, tell us tell us about your eggs. Did they, were they as good as they looked?
1: I loved everything about deep fried deviled eggs. And there's a, there's a little reel on Instagram. Go check that out. Um, But I love them for a couple of reasons. One deep fried and crunchy. Like you can't go wrong. Like just delicious. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of deviled eggs over hard boiled eggs because I hate that film that gets in your mouth. When you're, when you're eating a hard boiled egg yeah, yeah from the yolk, it's that. just like <laughs> no amount of Mountain Dew or anything else is going to like get that out of your
0: mouth. Let the record show that you've got to check out the YouTube video for what just happened across from me. Cause it, it was intense.
1: Uh, think of a dog with peanut butter on the roof of his <laughs> mouth and I did a great
0: demonstration. It of that. was, I mean, it moved me. So well done.
1: Um, but so like they were just, they were really delicious, but even better than that, I used a dozen of the three dozen eggs that my kids colored the night before. So the the number of hard boiled eggs that sit in my fridge for, I don't know how long Mm -hmm. was significantly reduced. Yeah. See,
0: I've still got three dozen. Maybe I should have done that.
1: Yeah. But, um, everybody loved them. Yeah. So, um, Highly recommend it. Mr. Pittman, thank
0: you for a great recipe. Great inspiration. It was it was awesome. Mr. Pittman commented on said reel, John. He did. And we talked about this. He could have defamed you and your whole family, and you still would have been giddy.
1: Oh, I was like <laughs> fangirling in my office.
0: Called- I get a text with, Many exclamation points and emojis, which normally you don't get from John, like, it happened (laughs) with a screenshot of, and he, I mean, it's very nice. And it, maybe it was just an intern or whatever, but I don't care. Just said, this makes me happy. And tell you what, Mr. Pittman, you made John happy.
1: That's true. I called my wife. (laughs) I was pretty excited.
0: So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And good of him to, you know, I mean, that's way cool that somebody his size would look at what we're doing and be like, "Oh. Yeah, our Let me go ahead and comment on that. Our
1: sub 300 followers, yeah. which uh continues to grow. Yeah. Much uh much to the thanks of Damon. You went yeah. on another run again. he <laughs> really Oh god. Yeah. Um <clears throat> the algorithms of Instagram, I will never understand. Yeah, I don't get but, them at all.
0: Yeah. Because it does it comes in waves with all of our stuff, I feel like suddenly yeah. we get A bunch of likes on old stuff. Anyway, whatever.
1: Yeah, but no, Easter was great. (laughs) The ham was pretty good. Man, I struggle with ham. Like, Mm -hmm. all you're doing is warming it up. Right. It always takes longer than I think it should.
0: Really? To warm it?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I was... I planned, like, I think four or five hours to get this ham up to, you know, 145. Mm -hmm. And, like... I was 30 minutes late to dinner and cranking the temperature for the last hour, trying to get it to get it to move and get up there. So let
0: me ask you this. Do you find that the outside dries out a little bit when you have to like let it cook for that long?
1: I didn't feel like it did. Um, one, like ham just has a lot of good fat content that helps Mm. naturally baste it and keep it moist. Mm. Um, but the, I mean, the other thing is, you know, I glaze it up pretty good. So if it is dry, like it, that helps moisturize it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also kind of gets like a real nice candied caramely raspberry on the outside of it.
0: Yeah. So. Do you, uh, do you baste it before you start cooking it or do you let it warm up a little in them? Because I thought you just baste it at the end, but I guess if you're yep. basting so this. T-
1: yeah, so this time, um, I scored it. So it's a spiral cut ham. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, you know, like a mountain going up, like it's already got the trails going around it mm-hmm. carved. Oh, that's an interesting like vision
0: right there. I like it.
1: Well, there you mm-hmm. go, Mike. I've got all sorts of interest interesting analogies. Had I known you were such a mountaineer. Yeah, because this likes to hike. There's a reason. There's a side by side in my shed. <laughs> um,
0: I went and cut down. Okay, deeply or just
1: um, half inch, okay. three quarters of an inch. I mean, not like all the way to the bone, but I mean, I I cut into it. Uh huh. Um, just trying to give it more surface area, right? Interesting. Um. So I did that. I used honey mustard because I had it out from when I was making the deviled eggs. I was like, "Huh, we're using honey hog rub. Like let's make this a little sweeter. Why not? Mm -hmm. Um, Use that as a binder, hit it with honey hog. And then it went out on, went out onto the smoker and was there. And probably about 45 minutes to the end, I started hitting with the glaze.
0: Interesting. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Did the, did a raspberry bourbon glaze again that I did before I doctored it up a little bit more. This time I had some, um, pineapple juice and Ooh. I put something else in there. I don't remember what. Yeah. This is the problem of like that honey mustard sitting on the counter and being like, "Huh, oh, this could be fun." I'm
0: just like, "Oh yeah, we'll try this." Yeah,
1: yeah, and then it's really good. And it's like, "What did I do again?" <laughs>
0: yeah, what did I do? So yeah, hmm. yeah. Well, good. Yeah, that's awesome. So, gotta
1: gotta move my my headset here i got an itch on my ear nice
0: let the record show go to youtube and watch john itch his ear oh my gosh don't go to youtube let's talk about how crappy that
1: is (laughs) (laughs) so youtube man we've got like 20 subscribers on youtube love to have more like you don't have to actually watch it. Just go like, subscribe. Um,
0: it 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 helps us. In fact, we would feel better if you didn't watch the whole
1: thing. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, this as we start, and we talked about this at the very beginning when we started the podcast. Like it was kind of weird and awkward to like be sitting around having a conversation, or at least we thought it was going to be right. Uh-huh. And then it ended up being yeah pretty normal, pretty like we're just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um. Thursday night, our episodes drop on Thursday, in case if anyone knows. The audio hits podcast channels 7.45, Thursday mornings, almost like clockwork. I don't think we've missed one of those yet. Okay. Um, YouTube, we try and drop at about the same time. Sometimes the upload just takes a little longer when I do it Wednesday night. So sometime Thursday, we typically have the YouTube. So mm-hmm. Um, Thursday night, my boys were like, dad, can we watch the, can we watch the episode? And I was like, sure, why not? And we turned it on during dinner and was kind of playing in the background. I, I edit the video. Like I put it together every week. I, I do not watch the video. I, I match the audio and I put the intro and the outro on it. And like, that's all the editing we do. Like, mm-hmm. We've talked about this. We don't want this to be a, oh, Mike, you said that wrong. Let's let's do this right. again.
0: Reroll it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: There there are no second takes. You, you get what you get. Mm-hmm. My super awkward start this morning that I was almost like, Mike, can we do this again? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Like, no, you get it all. You get us. That's just how we roll. Yep. So I don't watch the episodes. Mm-hmm. I make sure it's framed and then I just, I move on.
0: See, and I will have them. I was telling John when I'm like grading papers or whatever, I'll put it on YouTube and just have an earbud in while I'm listening, uh, but I don't really look very much. But man, it's it's hard to watch yourself on video.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. So I sat there with my kids, and you know we were kind of watching it and talking about stuff, and mm-hmm. the way like I stop and think, and I like look up, and I'm like looking around. It's it was fine when it was audio <laughs> Now it's on yeah. youtube i was leaning back for part of the episode last time and it was just like bloop like truly embodying That's the, what, I mean, the fat guy like for yeah sure. my posture is getting better my uh <laughs> we got these cool new stools yeah we did and i sat there and i spun like side to side like
0: <laughs> while wow, you're thinking
1: yeah yep. H- Haley was getting her haircut yesterday um so Clay came in, hung out at my office with me for, I don't know, he was there for maybe an hour. Yeah. Um, and man, he, like, I was like, yep, I get it, man. He's like sitting in one of the chairs at the conference table in my office and he's just like spinning, spinning. in circles. <laughs> and I was like, <clears throat> I was like, I'd give you crap, but I just watched my YouTube and I uh, <laughs> I, I know exactly what I look like.
0: Well, it's interesting though, like, I don't know if you'd even call it a nervous tick, but just like when you're thinking and you're not really paying attention to what you're doing. Some of the things that you do, like just like spinning in the chair or like, I don't know, like I can't, I, I, we, I talked about this before, but I always look pissed. Like I've always just, my resting face is just like, mm. That's why and, you're a uh, great high school teacher. Yeah, it's true. It works out okay. It, I looked meaner when I had the full beard. But uh, anyway, yeah. And I, I don't notice what my face is doing. And sometimes I like, I don't know. I don't even know. But I, it's hard to watch. Difficult to watch. No.
1: So if you want a great opportunity to make fun of Mike and I, mm-hmm. um, we would welcome more subscribers on YouTube. Just make sure you comment. Drive engagement. Yes. Um, because we do want to grow this. It's uh we don't, I mean we talk about it off and on, but mm-hmm. this is something Mike and I really enjoy doing. So, yeah. help give us a reason and uh an encouragement to keep it going.
0: Yeah. We're just saying today like we've kind of proven to ourselves that this isn't just going to be another one of those like flash in a pan. Like we're we're pretty into it.
1: Flash in a pan is such a better phrase than what I was going to say.
0: <laughs> what were you going to say?
1: Not on, not on the air, Mike. It's <laughs> let's let's a clean podcast. Let's John, let people right? think that I'm still a good person. I need you to
0: calm down. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on. Instead of making fun of ourselves, uh, shout outs this week.
1: I thought you were going to say let's make fun of somebody else. I know,
0: I almost did, and I was like, that's not what's about to happen.
1: Well, and we picked the other account instead of the. That's. <laughs> we were mostly just enjoying that other people f- feel the same way sometimes on camera that we yeah do.
0: watching some some tiktoks of different creators like you can tell that in it at least seems like in their mind they're just like what am I doing here
1: you know what the <sighs> freaking props to them for keeping it going oh absolutely like, it's so easy and it's like the camera up right now doesn't really bother me. Like we're still having a conversation. We already had that muscle down. Mm -hmm. I've probably got three or four different like reels or how to videos that I've done in the last month or two Mm
0: -hmm.
1: halfway done that. I just like, can't bring myself to put out there (laughs) because I feel so awkward and uncomfortable. Um, so props to those creators who right. keep it going even when they're just like.
0: Yeah. And I kind of dig the And you should go look at YouTube for that you face. you can just like play, like play music and you don't have to be like, Hey guys, welcome to Fat Guys with Smokers. But I don't know. Whatever. Some people look really comfortable doing it. I am not one of those people.
1: Yeah. Someday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shout out though. Um, this week goes to Jordan Hanger, the man behind Ninja Q. Ninja Q. Yeah. Um, one, he does awesome video work. His yeah. like, his videos look so clean and so professional. Um, love the work that he does there. Um, but the other thing that I really like about Ninja Q is he does a lot of outdoor cooking on a bunch of different types of... Um, cookers yeah but he also like i think the one that's pinned at the top of his instagram feed is an air fryer yeah recipe so mm -hmm. doing more than just outside like it's a it's a great variety of content on his on his stuff and he he cooks a bunch of different stuff too that it's a he's got some great ideas on how to elevate the simple things
0: yeah like just add a little bit to it to make it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and it always looks so good like his presentation like you talked about his video but like his plating is and i only know that term because i watch a lot of uh chopped but i mean it looks very clean and like beautiful like just pops off the plate so a lot of cool stuff on there yeah so keep it up jordan love your content keep going man thank you my good man um all right so this week this week we got a few episode ideas and this week we we wanted to kind of talk about getting started right i mean we've talked about like an equipment list and stuff but uh you were saying this week that that there were a couple people that kind of inspired this idea
1: yeah and had a had a couple of conversations at the office um, just out of the blue. I mean, everybody knows I'm into barbecue. I mean, I've got fat guys with smoker stickers, Hayden barbecue stickers on my truck. Mm-hmm. My license plate is BBQ. like Which is awesome, by the way. <laughs> it's so cool. It makes <laughs> me happy every time I see it. Um, yeah. They say money can't can't buy happiness, but it can buy me a license plate. Yeah. And it's it's pretty dope. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, so it's not uncommon to like, hey, what are you cooking? What are you doing? But I love it when someone comes up and is like, hey, I just got my first smoker. What do I do? Hmm. Like, I'm trying to figure out what to cook, or especially when they've had a couple of cooks and they're like, it just doesn't seem awesome. What am I doing wrong? Interesting. I love that conversation. I could have that conversation.
0: All day long. See that conversation makes me a little bit nervous because I don't. I like what I like, and I'm. I would be worried that to give them bad information, which is stupid because. I don't know.
1: Yeah, so there are a couple of things I always tell people to start with, mm-hmm. and like I caveat with, like, look, this is this is what I would tell you. Start this way. Get it so that the meat is fall apart tender the way you want it to be Mm -hmm. and then play around with flavors. Like you can change the flavor to be whatever you want, Mm -hmm. but if you can figure out how to cook it, that's like 80% of the battle. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I think there's a couple of like things you can start with. Mm Um, for me, well, I'm curious, how would you answer the question?
0: Of of what am I doing wrong or like, no, like how do I get started? How do
1: you get started? Someone says I just bought my smoker, what's the first <clears throat> thing I should cook?
0: Well, here's what I here's what I would say. First of all, this is some of the best advice I ever got from and I, I think I got it on a YouTube channel somewhere. I think it was Chud's barbecue I was watching. But he said, Okay, first of all, calm down because people have been cooking over like campfires for years. So don't overthink it like it's gonna be okay and especially with a traeger like it's it's i don't want to say it's hard to screw up but it's pretty pretty easy and and user-friendly uh so just calm down and don't get so caught up in in reading all the forums and freaking out about temperatures and everything like i would say that's some of the best advice that i've ever seen is this used to be done in a like pit in the ground over coals so just calm down it's not i don't want to say it's not hard but you're gonna be okay and then i would say start with pork i think you said learn to learn to really like pork because pork i feel like is the most forgiving it's got a lot of fat it uh which means it will render for a long time it's uh it's easy to, I mean, you can overcook it a little bit and it will just get more tender. Um You know, that's, that's probably where I would start at least.
1: Yeah. And, and for the low and slow pork's where I send people yeah. all the time mm-hmm. for all the reasons you said, plus it's cheap.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Like it's just, it's dirt cheap and like <clears throat> worst case. Like, worst thing that happens, you throw a $12 pork shoulder away.
0: Mm -hmm. And order a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh,
1: a $12 pork shoulder, you feel a whole lot less bad throwing that away than an $80 brisket.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, all that stuff I just said about calm down, it's going to be okay, that's not, if you're like trying to cook a Wagyu brisket or something that you've spent hundreds of dollars on, then you can freak out a little bit.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I remember, and I had cooked a bunch of briskets. Like I, I was not, I was not crazy confident in my brisket. Like I am now, like I've, I have very little hesitation or concern about cooking a brisket today. hmm. But it was probably, like, my fifth or sixth brisket, and I thought I knew what I was doing. And, like, it just went haywire. Yeah. And I threw an $80 piece of meat in the garbage. Mm. Like, it was, there was no salvaging it. There was no burnt ends to be had. Oh. It was, I went out six hours after I put it on, like, where I would normally, like, start checking it to wrap. Mm-hmm. And it was hard as a rock. Really, I, I'm no. I still to this day, I don't know what I did wrong. Huh. Um, so start small, start simple, yep. and learn to love to eat pulled pork because you're just probably gonna eat a lot of it. Yep. Especially if you're gonna like do a lot of barbecuing and you want to get good at all of it. Mm-hmm. You can learn a lot about barbecue with pork shoulders. Absolutely. So.
0: Yeah, and like the basic mechanics of everything, like what to expect, when you should wrap, if you should wrap, yeah, all the, that stuff can be learned on a pork shoulder.
1: There's a fantastic article, and I uh, I will try to remember to put this in the show notes. Um, put a link to this. There's a fantastic article on amazingribs.com. Yeah, you talk um, about this
0: like day one.
1: Yeah, that like. <clears throat> this article changed the way that I thought about barbecue and like everyone gets to the stall. And I think that's the hardest part for folks that are just getting into this. Yes. They get to the stall and they hate it. It's frustrating because you don't know why it's not moving. You think it should be, you think it should be over after a couple of hours and maybe it's going to go for four or five hours. Mm. Um, but the stall is your friend in barbecue. Like, yeah, that's when the magic happens. And this article talks about like the science and like what's happening in the stall.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, And for anybody that is a beginner, what's the stall, John?
1: The stall is an amazing and incredibly frustrating thing that happens. Mm-hmm.
0: Pause. Nothing to panic about. Like I got a lot of panic texts from friends the first time they were yeah. going through it. Like, do I need to crank it up? Like, what should I do? This is, it hasn't moved in two hours, you know?
1: Yeah. I have this conversation with all of my buddies, like when they buy their first smoker, I send them the article. They inevitably only skim through it because it's long. Mm-hmm. Um, but the stall, this is the other frustrating part and a great thing to learn on pork shoulders. It happens anywhere from like 150, 155 up to 170. Yeah. Um, but as the meat starts to cook, it hits the spot, hits the stall, hits this temperature, and it sits. And,
0: and if it, you're, yeah, it doesn't change at all.
1: I wish I had a marker closer and I would draw it here on a, on the board. Oh
0: yeah, because we got a whiteboard.
1: Yeah, is there one over there? There is. It's on the back corner of the. I got you. Watch your headset. Nope, I'm <laughs> the, keeping it on. That, see that would you. be fun to watch as the as the audio interface goes flying across the room. What color do you? I don't care, which everyone's close. Something dark that'll show up on, on the video, maybe all the colors of the rainbow. And I'm just, I'm going to go black the first and probably only time we're ever going to use the whiteboard on here. Um, I don't know if anyone's, I hope like some closet fans have seen what's on the, on the whiteboard behind us, all these times,
0: <laughs> it is pretty awesome. Do
1: you you get the reference, don't yeah. you? Oh yeah, okay.
0: Big Bang Theory.
1: I was going to say nope. Don't tell them. Let's <laughs> see who can who can comment. Still comment and tell us if you know what the if the references is from. Yeah, but <clears throat> so as you as you look at your look at the progression of your cook, we've got. Temp over here, and time across the
0: bottom. Mm -hmm. This would be a line graph for any of my students that are listening. It's a very good data display if you're showing change in something over time.
1: You have a a fairly decent linear progression. Uh And then you
0: hit the spot, and this is the stall. It's right here. And it's crazy because when you're in this, it's kind of nice that we have a visual. If you're not watching on YouTube, this is probably going to be a lot of boring pauses while we point at the yep. wall. But uh, you, this is what you're expecting, like, the whole time. So, I mean, the first time I cooked one, even though I knew what the stall was and knew to kind of expect it, like, I adjusted my time frame, like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is going way faster than I thought. And then you get here. yeah, And that's our stall.
1: And you sit here... And this, like, this period of time, like, I'm even, I'll even draw the little zigzag. Because, like, it changes and you never Mm -hmm. know what it's going to do. Yep. And then finally it breaks
0: out of the stall and goes back up. What's the longest you think you've had something in the stall? (sighs) Um... I
1: did, the first year that we did the camp out for church, Mm -hmm. I did 20 pork shoulders, and I wanted them real smoky, so Mm -hmm. I did them at 180, Mm -hmm. and I don't know how long it was in the stall, but one of the shoulders cooked for 26 hours. That's crazy. So, I mean, it, it was probably in the stall for... 15 hours.
0: I was going to say at least half of that time. Right. Or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Wild. And each one kind of reacts differently, right? Yeah.
1: So it's, I mean, it's all about the fat content in the meat. um, Both the like extra fat and the intermuscular fat, mm -hmm. the airflow around it. We talked a little bit about this last week that when you've got a smoker crammed full of meat, Mm it cooks differently than when I have one pork shoulder in my great big smoker. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so all of those things play into it. I mean, (laughs) I wish I, I wish I had great pictures from that cook. Mm -hmm. This was like, and it's funny how fast technology has changed. Um, because I had a smartphone, but like it was a super crappy camera on it at the time, Mm -hmm. but I had four or five smokers that I had borrowed from a bunch of people in mm-hmm. my backyard.
0: They're just all going. Uh.
1: The whole backyard had filled with like that white cloud <laughs> of smoke. It was like running around in a fog machine, but oh, it was, awesome. it was smoke. It was, it was happy. <laughs> that's sweet. Um, but yeah, so you sit in the stall and while you're there, the good things that are happening are like the fats, the sinews, all of the connective tissues are turning into just like, Butter. Mm-hmm. Like they're getting super soft. They're letting go of all the connections that they have. So that when you get done, you pick that pork shoulder up and literally just squeeze your
0: hand and yeah. the whole thing falls apart. I mean it's it's like as you pick it up off your grill, you can feel like it's gonna fall apart. Yeah. It's yeah.
1: got got the jiggle jiggle. Mm-hmm.
0: It, it folds. folds it folds. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: this is the that's the stall. And this, like I said, this progression, like I would say on average, it's anywhere from four to five hours, mm-hmm. but can certainly carry on in the six, eight, ten,
0: and depending this is, on the temperature. So this is pork shoulder, brisket, but like chicken, you're not going to have a stall, right? Or if you do, it's so short that you probably don't even notice it.
1: Yeah. So and we'll talk about it. i I want to make sure we get back to the, like the new start
0: cook. Um,
1: But, and maybe the, you know, chicken is a good one. You know, we talked to. I like
0: chicken. I feel like chicken is even cheaper than pork in a lot. Yes. And chicken's, chicken's another
1: one. Traeger actually, like if you go to like one of their road shows at Costco or something, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like the first thing they tell you to buy is like, go buy a whole chicken. Mm -hmm. They give you a bottle of rub and they call it the Traeger chicken challenge. Mm -hmm. Turn the grill up to four fifty, you put the chicken out there, it's about an hour and fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. And it is like some of the best chicken you'll ever eat in your oh, life. It's
0: so good. The only thing with chicken is there's not as much fat on it. So you yeah, gotta watch and that's, it a little bit. That's but.
1: part of the reason why that's so much shorter. Right. It's also pork, you know, we're normally cooking at somewhere between one eighty and two fifty. Mm-hmm. Um that chicken you do at four fifty. Yeah. It's more of a hot and fast type of yeah, do um, tri-tip is the other one that I was like, you know, if you really want to kind of like yes. make it fancy and like feel like you're doing something other than just boring pulled pork, mm-hmm. I like tri-tip. I love tri-tip. And and you're right. The different color here, you know, on the hot and fast cooks and even tri-tip, like I'm normally 250, 275. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little bit lower, but the fat content is so much lower in mm-hmm. in those lean cuts of meat that it it goes up. And I feel like there's still a little bit of a stall. Yeah, a little bit, but you really don't but notice it as much.
0: I mean, it's like from there to there. Yeah. Like, it just it doesn't spend time there. Yeah. I would recommend tri-tip to people that are just starting out because it is so good. And there's a couple ways you can do it. Like, there's the brisket style or the hot and fast. Both are really good. I feel like yeah, cooking a few tri-tips kind of got me a, ready for the brisket. The brisket yeah, style, you get more of the bottom curve. It'll react a lot curve. more like that. But, but yeah, brisket, or tri-tip's really good. Cheaper than a brisket. Delicious. So, still not – I mean, it's not as cheap as chicken or, or a pork shoulder. No, but.
1: but it's three or four pounds and at eight bucks a pound, like it's 30 bucks. and yeah. I mean – It'll feed people. It will. Yeah. Um, all right. so, so I guess the other couple of things that I like, w- I always talk about the stall. Mm-hmm. Um, give them this article to read because you're right. It freaks people out and it terrifies them. Yeah. Um, and there are things you can do to beat the stall. Um, if you're really in a bind, like we've talked about this, you know, wrapping it, they call it a Texas crutch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, by wrapping it, you increase the the humidity and the moisture around it, and get it hot, so you can cut that in half mm-hmm. and get done sooner. Yeah. Um. But again, you're you're spending less time breaking down the.
0: Yeah. The fat. So your end product isn't quite as fall apart. I mean, it's still, yeah. but it's still edible. I mean, it's not gross or anything, but yeah. You definitely get yeah, a higher the, quality thing The Texas if crutch, it it the if you've got thing.
1: to go fast, wrapping it's the way to do it because mm-hmm. you're forcing the moisture that's coming out of the meat back into it by keeping it wrapped up together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that helps keep it tender and fall apart at the end. Mm-hmm. If you just crank the heat, you're going to end up with a piece of leather.
0: Yeah. I saw the funniest TikTok the other day, and I was going to send it to you, and I forgot, but it was some guy <laughs> that pulled a brisket off. And it looked black, like charred. And I was like, oh, that's kind of gross. And he went to cut it. You know, you'll watch these videos. People will cut into the brisket and it's beautiful and juicy. And it was like that thin and just gray. I don't know if he forgot about it or what, but it was hilarious. Because he was just like, hmm, <laughs> look at those juices. <laughs> <was> so funny. He's <laughs> like, follow me for more recipes. Anyway. Oh, that's funny. I forgot about that until right now. <laughs>
1: Yep, I know that feeling. Yeah. I know that feeling and all the words that go with it.
0: So So pork um, shoulder, chicken, yeah. stall, what else would you say to somebody?
1: Um patience is like a big mm-hmm. thing. Um yeah, you know, Molly talked about this when we were with him, like plan extra time. hmm If it's the first pork shoulder you're doing, plan 18 hours to cook it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it only takes fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, but you need some time to rest at the end. So Mm -hmm. once you hit here and you take it off the heat, give it a chance to relax, let the juices kind of redistribute through the meat.
0: Well, and I like that because everything reacts so differently that it's hard to get concrete, like cook it at this temperature for this long. Like every cut of meat is just different enough that you've got to just plan that extra time and then have something in place. To hold it because it might finish early and you need to be able to like keep it for anywhere from, you know, two to, for example, on Easter, I cooked two pork shoulders and they were done like six hours before I needed them to be. So I just put the oven on the lowest setting it would be and put them in there. They rested. It was great. They never fell into the danger zone. And it was, I mean, it was great. Yeah. You need to have something in place. And know that these big cuts of meat can sit, can rest for a while. Yeah.
1: I've rested briskets for six to eight hours mm-hmm. and they've been just fine. Yeah. So, um <clears throat> Yeah. Plan your time. You, you, you have to have a thermometer. Yeah. Like having an instant read thermometer is not an option. Like you have to buy one. Mm-hmm. You can get them for 10 bucks. Um. I think it was a TPO nine from ThermPro, is the one that I had on, on our what gear to buy mm-hmm. episode <clears throat> regularly, like on sale on Amazon for seven bucks. Yeah. Um, and it's great. I, I just bought their new therm pro one, um, this last week and it's great. It was like 45 bucks. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really fast and it's really nice. You don't have to have
0: that to, to no. be successful. But you've got to have a you, thermometer. You like,
1: have to have something. Um, 203 is the magic number I tell people to look for. Yeah. Um, but as you cook, you you start to learn that there is a feel of when it's done. Mm-hmm. It's A lot of people talk about it being like a hot knife going into warm butter. Like it's mm-hmm. just super smooth it's
0: awesome. And I feel like at the end of those cooks with a big piece of meat, that's really all you're doing. Like, what's pork good at? Like, 165 or something? That uh, USDA at?
1: Um, changed it. It's down. I think it's down to 140 now. That sounds right.
0: And so, I mean, it's food safe. You're just going to break everything down and make it delicious. And so, that's kind of what you're going by is feel at that point, I feel like. Yeah.
1: Um, and then the, the other thing... Like I made a joke about this last week, my first pork shoulder, I spent 90 minutes trimming, Mm -hmm. trimming, trimming is important. It's not critical. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Don't worry about it. Like you, any pork shoulder you bought at Sam's club, you could put straight onto a smoker and it'll be fine.
0: Honestly, if I'm just eating it, like when I was doing the competition, like it's a lot more trimming and you try to make it look nice. If I'm just going to shred it, especially, um, I trim very little. I cut gross looking stuff off. I try to make sure the fat caps even, and that's it.
1: Yeah. Pork, so. Yeah. And, and that's where I'm at with pork. If it's a really thick cap, I take part of it off or they've started like leaving a second layer of fat on that. I just cut off. Hmm. Um, and then on the bottom side of pork shoulders, there is always a pocket of veins that I, I cut those out and that's all I do. Mm -hmm. I, I trimmed all eight of the ones I was doing in less than 30 minutes last week. Yeah. So, yeah. So don't stress out about that. Um, yeah. So the, that's what I tell people like Mm -hmm. get good at pork. If you want to get fancy and like do something different, try tip the chicken, both great options are really easy <clears throat> and they're really hard to screw up as long as you, you've got a thermometer. Yeah. Um, so Mike, you've been smoking pork for, you know, you've done five or six of them. Now you're feeling real confident. How are you going to elevate your game? What's the, what's the next thing you're going to try?
0: a loaded question, John. I think at that point, once I'm feeling good about it, that's when I start experimenting with different flavors. I want to try, I don't know. I want to try maybe an Asian inspired flavor or something like that. Uh, maybe just pairing it with different sides, putting it in different things. Um, I think at that point, that's when you start playing with different binders, playing with different rubs, uh, seeing how you like it. You know, I don't know, but I think, I think that's probably what I'm thinking. Once you, once you've got it down, that's when it becomes fun because you're less worried about, Oh crap, am I going to get this done? Or is it, you know, am I going to screw this up at that point? That's when it's fun and you get to play with, Oh, let's see what happens if I do this. You know, when the, what were you saying? Was the honey mustard sitting on the counter like, Oh, let's see what happens with this. You know what I mean? When you're less worried about the cook then um that's when that's when i think it's really fun that's that's kind of where where the fun comes into it not not those first couple cooks those can be a little bit stressful but that's when that's when you can really elevate those flavors try different things stuff like that
1: yeah 100% i was going to say yeah i was going to say trick question because you're going to cook more pork yeah but you're going to do different things i mm-hmm start replacing meat and casseroles with pulled pork. Like we do chili Verde a lot. Like love doing chili Verde with pulled pork. Um, start, start trying other things and then, you know, start saving your pennies and try a brisket and just know that your first brisket may not be awesome. Mm. I, uh, I had lunch with a friend this week and we were talking about it. He, uh, he is the master of ribs. That we should actually see if he'll come on and talk about it. He mm. he's taken the Traeger three two one recipe and made it his own. And like people beg and plead. He's got a he's got a couple of teenage boys um, that they're like, Dad, we need ribs. Mm. We need ribs. We need ribs now. <laughs> he's like, Well, you're not getting them now. It'll be a, it'll be a couple of hours before we get this, but. Um, you know, he was making the comment about, you know, someone who, someone who's got a really good brisket, like good brisket doesn't come overnight. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I've coached a lot of people through their first briskets and they're like, Oh, it was so good. Like, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and maybe they're getting a little bit of experience from me because I've like, I screwed four or five briskets up real bad before I had one that I was like, Oh, this is good. And Mm -hmm. it's only now after doing brisket for, I don't know, five or six years. And I've probably done 30 of them at this point Mm -hmm. that I'm like really excited about every one of my briskets and I can do the drop and they jiggle like crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Like if someone's good at brisket, they've been cooking for a long time yeah because it's
0: it is an art it is not a science it's yeah.
1: there's no one
0: like one solution to every brisket yeah like a lot of times when you're looking at recipes online or baking or something it is very exact like oh my gosh the like, temperature for this time like and not even just volume like you need
1: 817 grams of flour yeah like
0: mm-hmm Right. Yeah. I feel like with barbecue, it's just not that way because each thing reacts different. Each cooker reacts different. So, nobody can say, you're going to do this for this long. It's just like, go until it's where you like it, you know? Well,
1: and it's meat. I mean, like, no two cows are the exact same. I don't know. Maybe maybe identical twins are a thing in cows, but they live their life different ways and eat different things and, like... The fat content, the protein, like one of them may run around a whole bunch and, you know, has had more, more activity on those muscles. So the, the fibers are, have been used more than another one that all of those things change the way that it's going to react on the cooker. Yeah. So. Agreed. So, um, hopefully this has been helpful. Um, yeah, maybe like just a quick recap, like start with pork. Plan a lot of time. Relax, Frankie. Yeah. Like,
0: and just... don't be intimidated to get started. I think that's what holds some people back is if you look online, there's all these guys that are way into yeah, it. And it's... saying words that you don't know. Just just throw it on there and start. Yeah. DM, DM
1: us. Like we're happy to answer
0: questions. Yeah. But
1: um Yeah. It's fifteen bucks. Like I wasted 15 bucks at Maverick with my kids last (laughs) night. Like you, you'll blow 15 bucks on just about anything these days. Like it's okay to screw up. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're going to probably learn more than a $15 lesson from, from screwing up. So go ahead, like be brave, get out there, give it a try. And then, you know, write down what, what you didn't learn. You know, I, I am a terrible journaler.
0: Yeah. As am I
1: but I actually have some pretty good notes on like different cooks I've done and especially big cooks. Like Mm -hmm. I make a lot of notes and like think through like, what did I do? What didn't I do? What should I do different next time? Mm -hmm. Um, Make those notes for yourself as you get started of, you know, when did you put it on? How hot was the grill? You know, what did the piece of meat look like? Um, Mm -hmm. Because that's all information that'll be helpful for you in the future. Yeah, agreed. So if you've been waiting, get out there, get after it. Um, Memorial Day is fast approaching. Mm -hmm. The uh, official start to barbecue season in most people's eyes. Yeah. Um, So deals are going to be coming up on different cookers and grills. And um, start doing your research now. Figure out what what you want to get and get out there and start cooking. It's a ton of fun.
0: Agreed. It is like you said just just start. I think that's the biggest thing. Um is just don't be intimidated and just start doing it. If you screw up, you screw up, but now is the time. Yeah, I'm excited. To a good. It's going to be a good summer. I I'm, think. Dude, I'm I got some ideas and I'm I'm excited.
1: I'm super excited. I'm really excited to spend some time with my pit barrel and, mm-hmm. and um Actually, when we're done, I need to talk to you about my the barrel I have outside. Sweet, because um, I kind of want to make a barrel cooker too. Do it. Um. So yeah, get get after it. I'm really excited about this. I'm also excited. We're going to talk about
0: the flat top grills. Yeah, and we've reached. We're getting it, some inside information from. Yeah,
1: people. we've reached out to a couple of different companies to like give us their. Their differentiators and we'll we'll go through those and talk about them um, I can already tell you what I thought I wanted I think is changing a little bit yeah I'm super excited about that me too um but we're still waiting to hear from a, from a couple of them <coughs> Blackstone yeah um <laughs> hit us up yo <laughs> um yeah really just really excited mm-hmm. for for this time of year like yeah. it's starting to get nice outside. Don't it talk is. about the weather, John. It's at the end of the Don't episode, talk isn't it? It's the end of the episode, isn't she, it okay? She's gonna hurt us. It's probably true. <sighs> Alright. Well, before <laughs> before we say incriminating things and get in <laughs> trouble with my wife. I'm John. I'm Mike. And this is Fat Guys with Smokers. Thanks for listening to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more nonsense from a couple of Bad Guys with Smokers. Don't forget to like, subscribe!